It's Friday night. It's 7 o'clock. It's time for the sports phone. All right, Friday night, 7 o'clock. It's time for another edition of the Sports Phone here on KZY. Hey, Jer, hey, Jer, how was your week? Mm, you're jumping in quick here. <laughs> uh, Jerry's in Portland. Jim is in the Philo studio. We're hanging out on a Friday night like we always do. Uh, I guess Jim's going to start the, uh, the banter for the week. My week was uh, long, to say the least. Um, I'll tell you. Depending on the person, because I know you didn't have much of a reaction to it. I had nothing uh, to that, either That one. second COVID shot, <laughs> I felt like I got ran over by a truck afterwards. I'm happy I got it. Um, I, it you know, I'm glad that everything's kind of coming back to normal to some extent. You know, it's it's out there and people have access to the vaccine. But, man, compared to your experience with it, I felt like I got ran over by a truck for about 48 hours. But I'm, I'm back to more or less normal now so it was uh it was an interesting middle of the week to say the least my the experts at the public health that, that are contacting our clinic some of them think it's good that you have a reaction and some of them right, think it right. doesn't matter and you know so I, I think the jury is still out on that but i yeah. am so happy to know that you're you're vaccinated and yeah. uh, i mean I, i've had adverse reactions to flu shots in the past right like i think i've uh, i think we've i've all had We've all had some reaction to a vaccine before. That was just the more most one of the more intense ones I've ever had. But I'm I'm glad uh, I'm glad I got that out of the way, and uh, hopefully I can start kind of going back to some sense of normalcy sooner. All rather right, sorry, sorry to interrupt you, Jer. No, you're good. You can start over again. Um, but welcome everybody. Hello, hello. Welcome to the sports phone. Um, if you are new to the show, very simply put, this is an open forum sports talk show. Uh, Jim and I are here. We just love sports. We're two big, big, big sports fans. We're coaches. We're players. We're fans. We, we've, we've done it all throughout our lives. We just like to talk about sports for the next hour or so. We don't care really what the topic is as long as it has to do with sports. We can talk about professional, college, high school, tra uh, track as a sport. Sure, we can talk about track if you want to. We can talk about youth league, rec league, adult leagues, whatever you want to talk about. We're, we're here. We want to hear about it. We look forward to talking about sports every week, and we want you, the listeners, to drive the show and give us the topics, whatever you want to talk about. If you want to lend, if you want us to lend our opinions, we are happy to do that as well. The number to do that is 707-895-2448, so please give us a call if you want to talk about sports. Whatever is on your mind, 707-895-2448. Give us a ring if you want to talk about sports. Yeah, the phone, phones are open right now. My, my favorite, One of my new favorite things is... Uh, Last week on the sports phone, I guess I just named it. Last week on the sports phone, I just like to review because sometimes I feel like we. Sorry, I'm going to interrupt you this time. I feel like we <laughs> need some like dramatic music right there. Like it's like you uh -huh. know how like on TV shows, there's like a last week on this TV. We need like a dun dun dun. So we need okay, like some well, sort of. Uh, you we'll know, work on that. We'll do you, work on do that. you know that? Do you know that on this big array that I only use one page on for the sports phone theme song? There's an entire page of of sound effects. Oh boy, we're going to start getting into sound effects. Okay, That's well, the new that might be the next iteration of the sports phone. If if KZYX and Z staff is listening, if you can teach Jim how to use sound effects, we're going to have a whole another level of this show going. <laughs> well, on. I just realized because I listen re remember trading times? Yeah. 
they got a thing, and I thought, Mike, I thought they had this little bell that they rang in front of every time <laughs> yeah. they had something for free. I yeah. got a feeling she's just clicking on a sound effect. Because, <laughs> I believe it. Because there's no bell around here, and it's exactly the same every time. I believe it. So, oh, so anyways, they, they when they have something free to give away, I want to find that bell and ding it every time a sport comes up. Okay, I'm working on sound effects. All right, sound effects are on the list. All right, continue. Last week on the sports phone. Last week on the sports phone, the things that I liked, um, we were talking about, well, I'll start there. We talked about transgender and the it, political issues that are going to come up. And we talked about it two weeks ago, and I brought it up last week, and, and it, it came up again. I, I think it's a never-ending thing, at least for the next five to ten years. But that's not what I'm getting at. We were talking about that, and one of the people that commented on transgender was from Chicago. We started talking about Chicago sports, and the Z-Man gave us all kinds, and all of a sudden these Chicago lovers called. It made my day. Um, and then the other topic last week, who would have ever thought I'd ring, I would have rung that bell when, when a caller called and talked about sailing, what a uh -huh. great sport sailing was. Hey, I, I know I, you know I know about sailboarding, but I don't know much about sailing. He talked about a race around the world that you know, so mm -hmm. many people started and only a few finished. Anyway, that was great stuff we talked about last week. How about this day in sports, May fourteenth? Yeah. yeah. So mine for this week, um, this for this day in sports. This is one that didn't impact me very much, but I remember it because of where I was working at the time. Um, and I remember the impact it had on some of my coworkers. Um, wow. So in 2018, the wow. U.S. Supreme Court struck down a federal law that banned gambling on sports in oh, most I states. I remember that. Um, yeah, and it didn't impact me very much. Same way it doesn't impact you very much in that I don't gamble on sports. Like, I'm not constantly yeah, placing bets. But I have a lot of friends that are really into, like, that's why they're into the NFL every week is they like to put money on games. That's how they're in. That's how they're fans of the NBA. Even though they're not big basketball fans, they like betting on basketball. And it so, keeps them looking. Exactly. Yeah. So I just, I remember this being a big deal for certain people in my friend group because they didn't have to jump through as many hoops. They didn't have to go to Vegas just to be able to bet on sports. I, I remember that being a, <laughs> a really big deal for, for some of my friends. Um, Boy, I'm I still, I still place one bet a year. I still place a bet every year for the Raiders to win the Super Bowl. Oh, I've never right. made any money on it on this at this point, but uh, I, yeah, I, I remember that being a big deal when, when that, uh, that Supreme court decision came down. And, I have never got busted, but I've done a lot of betting on sports in the uh -huh. last five years. And for some reason, we've never got busted. But I've been betting the owner, Dave, of the Navarro store on all kinds of games. He bets on the Oakland teams. I bet on all the other teams. We have a system where we love to bet on multiple sports, but whoever wins the bet gets to pick the next bet. So... If he if the Warriors beat somebody and he wins, I get to pick the next right. event to bet on and which team I want. So basically, at the end of the year, we break even. Yeah, yeah. No, I've been I've been around when you guys have been made making some of those bets, and it's definitely fun. But yeah, it was a, it was a big deal. Sports gambling is a huge industry, and so to see it get that that Supreme Court decision was 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 major. Seven zero seven eight nine five two four four eight. Give us a ring if you've got anything you want to talk about in the world of sports. 
Jim, what do you have for uh, on this day in sports? On this day, May 14th, 1986. I just thought this one was 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 a great one in the in the um I don't know, I'm not trying to get political here, but Reggie Jackson passes Mickey Mantle. Mickey Mantle again, Reggie Jackson comes from Jackie Robinson's world. He had a you know, he's a black baseball player hitting home runs. And he passes one of the great White Hope Mickey Mantle's 537th home run in 1986. I thought it was a. I guess beat Mickey, beating Mickey Mantle in any 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 anywhere was a big deal for any baseball player. Yeah, for he's sure. A, yeah, absolutely. That's famous. one of the. That's one of the like original, you know, Yankee. Not original, but that's one of the Yankee greats, right? Like if you yeah. talk about the names of the past with the Yankees, Mickey Mantle is. Yeah, I, I'd say you know for, for 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 people your age, Jer, because I know this name is so big for your your um I don't know you, the Yankee you think I'm going to talk about, but this is in my era, this was like talking about Derek Jeter now. Right, right. He was yeah. that that big, you know. Mm-hmm. All right, where do we go from here? I'd like some calls. Seven. Oh, uh, I'd like to see someone stump the host for the week. If you got something for us, call us up, ask us a question. Give us some clues. Call back. Give us some more clues. We'll try to we'll try to get get your answer for you. Yeah, absolutely. We love, we've had some good ones. We've had some ones that Jim and I have known right off the bat. We've had some ones that we have not known the answer, and we've had callers guess it, and it's it's been a good mix. So, if you've got anything you want to talk about, including any sort of question you want to try to float our way to try to stump the host, here you can give us a call seven zero seven eight nine five two four four eight. Um, Jim, I have. Three, uh, like today in sports stories in today. different ways. I, I I don't I don't know how many of them you want to go through, but I have three of them. Um, the one I think we should talk about first, if if you're getting at, is we can we can talk. Here's here I'll give you the I'll give you the the, the short versions. We can talk about the NBA, the WNBA, or we can talk about horse, horse racing. I think we should start with horse racing because we've never done it okay. before. This okay. is so controversial. So, I love it. This story's wild for for a lot of different reasons, and this is one that that came. It goes back a couple of week or a couple of weeks, but but it's there was like some resolution to it today. So, Jim, to, as a starting point here, I'm going to assume you did not watch the Kentucky Derby. No, but I, okay. you know, I'm my mom bets on it, so I, I always know what's going on. Okay, so the horse that won the Kentucky Derby, uh, Medina Spirit, is the name of the horse. Um, After the race, the horse tested positive for steroids. That's like the simplest way to say this, the performance-enhancing drugs. That'll do. Um, Sorry, what were you saying? I said that'll do. That's that's cool. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's the simplest way to explain it. That then triggered a sequence of events that, to my understanding, and I, I don't know the ins and outs of horse racing rules here, but essentially there was a sequence of events that happened afterwards um, that put the the horse in jeopardy of being, one, disqualified from winning the Kentucky Derby, and two, not being able to run in the Preakness, which is tomorrow, Um that was based upon a sequence of subsequent drug tests that the horse had to pass. Um, so ultimately, the horse has been deemed eligible to run in the Preakness tomorrow. So that's kind of the story. It, it passed all of its final drug tests. I believe it's a he. 
um, and is going to be able to run. There's a few kind of other wrinkles to this story. So the, the first part of the story I want to bring out, and then Jim, I'm going to ask for your opinion on this. Um, I'd like a, before we get that far. The, I'd like a, a, a summary here. A horse wins the Kentucky Derby, gets a drug test, test positive, test positive for steroids. So it's put on hold. You don't win the race yet. Then, More or less. then a subsequent blood test and the same blood from the same horse at the same time passes negative. So now you did win and you can race next week. Correct. Yeah. Okay. So that's the short version of this. Okay. The part of the story that's really interesting to me, and this is where you kind of get into like the conspiracy theory aspects of this. Yeah. The trainer for this horse um, has had in four decades, 30 failed drug tests for his horses and has had five failed drug tests over the last couple of years. So this trainer who's got a, who's got a good track record in terms of like winning little bit of a sketchy record in terms of horse doping, if we want to call it that. So with all that out of the way, Jim, I think we both immediately compared this to like steroid use in baseball. Exactly. I want to know from you (laughs) what the most interesting part of this story is, in your opinion. Is it the horse being allowed to race? Is it the horse testing positive initially? Is it the history of the trainer? What what it's, stood out to you most is the most interesting part of this story. That there was a positive test, and then it got reversed, and it's the trainer that's been busted multiple times. So everyone, every, I mean, I'm sure once he, this trainer on the inside world of horse racing, once he tested positive, everyone thought he was finished because this guy does it all the time. Anyways, this is like the the guy that dealt Barry Bonds steroids. The guy that sold. So, I mean, so if I'm hearing you right here, you're gonna you're throwing out the oh it was a false positive explanation. You're immediately going to the conspiracy theories that, that this that this trainer pay, did called someone. To make sure those subsequent results were negative. Hello, Call. You're on the air. Hi. Let me get the. Yeah. Uh, I just wanted to mention that uh, professional horse racing people consider the horses to be athletes. So it should be whatever they do about doping, it should be very similar to, uh, you know, human situation. Oh, the, I, yeah. I, uh, I agree with that. I think that the, the one weird part is, I guess. You would punish the trainer, right? Because you, I don't think you, the trainer, the jockey, because you can't, I mean, I guess you could suspend a horse, but the only difference is, I guess, in this situation is that the horse doesn't know it's being given steroids, right? That's the one, like, weird part of this in comparing it to other sports. Compared to an so athlete. I, yeah. I guess compared to other athletes. So I guess you're, this is on trainers and jockeys. It's not on the horse, like it's on a baseball player in the same way. Uh, Did we lose the caller? He, he, he just made made that statement. Oh, and then he, oh, then he, then he hung up. Okay. Yeah, but but um, I have I had question for him. I, he hung up on us, and um, I I agree with the caller though that that if the horse is the athlete, you have to deal with doping in the same way that you deal with it in baseball or any other sport. I just I was just pointing out that the the wrinkle to it here is that it, unlike a sport like baseball. The horse doesn't know it's being given steroids. This is that's the we, one. We got some gray area here. This the horse is not the athlete here. The horse is a yes, horse. Yes, it is. The horse is absolutely the athlete. It's, I mean, is a car an athlete in a in a in a car race? 
I mean, I I think the the the, the few people I know that are into NASCAR. I think would argue that the car is an athlete in some form. So, but, so, so the, the horse, I, the horse I, has I, no I, say. Oh, the horse has no say in this. Hello, call you're on the air. This is this is going to get more ridiculous. What do you got for us? Well, uh, first off, sorry I missed last week, guys. How are we doing tonight? <laughs> hey, Vince, how's it going? Good. Good. So, first off, Jim, a horse in a race car. Come on. Totally different. The horse is actually the one propelling itself. The horse the has, the horse has no, no, the, the horse driver. has the no. He's doing some work, but the horse is doing all the work. Horse has no say in it. They, they don't have much say in anything other than the fact that they have to run fast. Right. That's true. Like yeah. a car. They don't have any more to say. <laughs> so this would be like putting, this is like be putting illegal fuel in a car. So, uh, Yes, yes, you're you're right. You're manipulating the the vessel to get the means you want, and so therefore it is on the people that have control over said vessel. But if that vessel is carrying or doing something illegal, then that should be disqualified. So really quickly, though, I did not realize that this horse was now being allowed into the Preakness. Yes, Andy's win. Andy Andy's allowed to win the Kentucky Derby. Wow, when did that happen? I didn't see that. Today. It, was today. it, it got, uh, came out today oh, around 2, two o'clock. Okay, uh, okay, God, that's why it's on this day in sports. I get it now. Okay, so that's interesting because that's really kind of, I mean, it, in a way, it's almost like, is this a situation where this horse got caught? Is this like a Lance Armstrong thing where, hey, I was doing steroids because every other biker was doing steroids, and therefore, if I was yeah. going to compete, you had to. How many other horses are doing this and it's getting either, you know, it's a cover or, you know, I'll go. Well, you, you can stop right now. I didn't call in and have a favor pulled. <laughs> you can stop right now, both of you, you and Jerry saying, are there any other horses doing this? The horses aren't doing this. It's the trainers that are doing this. Of course, this. Jim, of, of course. Bad, bad, bad uh, use of words there. Are right. other horses I, I see being painted like this one by their trainer? And it sounds like this trainer has a history history yeah i saw that yeah and 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 so for him to have a history and for have then to have a positive then to have it reversed you gotta wonder if money doesn't have something to do with this of course and i think it always does in every sport we've talked about this with other sports and you know i think it was with the covid testing for professional players last year when we were talking about the bubbles and stuff and being like well of course they're going to get tested three times a day the NBA can afford that, blah, blah, blah. Money always plays a factor in this, and I would be hard-pressed to think that it doesn't with all the other horse racers. If anything, other trainers are probably a little panicky on the, you know, in their quiet moments by themselves, hoping that they don't get caught. You know, that, that is very you know, possible at this point. Yeah. The, the, the other part, and this actually doesn't surprise it, the horse, the, the horse that this horse, Medina Spirit, is the favorite to win the Preakness also <laughs> at 9 to 5. Yeah. Exactly. So it's like, <laughs> yeah, I wonder why. <laughs> so it, yeah, it's just like I, I think it's really funny to, to Vince to compare this to something like baseball, just in the sense of like, I'm not surprised. I guess I, I, I am not surprised in any way that horses are being given steroids. I don't know why, no. but it's just like it doesn't I, for the same reasons that it didn't surprise me in any other sport. I'm not surprised that this is going on in horse racing. Hey, I think, hey I, think so, I think we're also kind of we're, we're also kind of numb to it now. You know, it's right, like exactly. which other sport yep, is going to exactly. come up with this? Yeah. Hey, hey Vince, um, you owe us one. You missed last week. I'm going to take another call. Uh, the phones are ringing like crazy. Give us a call back. Good. 
Give us you a call back. You guys. Thanks. Thanks, Vince. You're on the air of the sports phone. Ka-ching. <laughs> you think it's about money, too? Ka-ching. I mean, <laughs> why, why is a trainer like that allowed to continue in but, the game? So, okay. So I can actually answer that question. <laughs> it's because he wins, and that goes back to money. So you're right. Like, it, it, even I was reading a New York Times article about this, and it basically said, like, the re- even though he's had 30 failed drug tests, the reason he makes so much money is because he wins, and that's why the best horses go to him all the time. It's all so, You're right. So it's all I'm, about I'm, money. I'm thinking, I'm thinking that these guys, they've been using steroids so long. Yeah. And 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 the the subject of which is an animal not a tool which is the athlete <laughs> not not the not the tires or the transmission or anything like that this is Come the on. athlete and this... it's and it's a duo okay it's like it's like a team like a doubles tennis only one of them is doing most of the work right. uh, i i would say this is more like child abuse Okay. They don't have any choice, and they're being abused, and and they're buying it because they don't know any better. And and then you got <laughs> Stockholm syndrome, right? The horse doesn't know any better, and and the horse isn't trying to get away, and the trainer's a crook, and he's allowed to go on, and 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 the industry is uh, benefited by the trainer being a crook so he gets to stay in there you could have never the guys guys are so well practiced at it that they can give them steroids the right amount of steroids to make them perform better and stop steroids the right amount of hours or days before the game to not get it detected you've had the best summary for this Burton I'm so glad you called you summed it all up as very very well done very well done and as usual as soon as you say anything there's two more lines ringing can i take one and I'll, okay okay well let me give you one more thing on this okay. day in sports history oh. 1918 in washington dc they lifted the blue laws earlier that month and allowed baseball to be played on sunday for the first time in 1918 in nice. washington dc take your next like would have been a great uh trivia like question it. Hello, Carl. You're on the air. Hey, thank you. Uh, yeah, I made the comment about the horses being athletes, uh, and maybe I hung up a little too quick. It, it seems to me that the, uh, yes, it is a team effort, you know, with the, the jockey and the horse having different roles. And the jockey, that's kind of like hockey. There's some really rough stuff that goes on up there mm-hmm. on top of those horses. Yeah. But the horses, the athlete, horses... They don't understand a lot of the human crap that goes on. Yeah, that horses instinctively understand running. Right. And the people who work with them understand that horses have competitive instincts. And they're not just, they're not running to lose. Uh, and, and arguably, you know, however much the jockey might be considered an athlete, it's the, the, the horse's condition is the, it's how fast the, the, the friggin' animal is, uh, and they attribute the wins to the horse. I mean, the jockey gets some credit. So, uh, you know, and, of course, you can't blame the drugs on the animal, but 
my point was just that in some sense legalistically uh right. however like like uh, one of you hosts said you know however they treat uh treat do- doping in baseball it should in some sense be similar to uh to the the way they deal with it in in horse racing yeah and 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 to kind of go off of that the horse doesn't know that he's going to get disqualified. Like, the horse isn't going to know if the horse gets disqualified. Like, you have to <laughs> right. punish it in some way that makes sense. And the only way that makes sense is to punish the jockey, the trainer, or the owner of the horse. You have to slap the money. It doesn't exactly. do any good to yep. slap the animal. Right. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, no. I, 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 okay. Let's, stay, let's take another call. This is getting Thanks, re- Colin. Thanks, Colin. This- Thank you. I appreciate the follow-up. Thank you. Hello, Colin. You're on the air. This is ridiculous. Go no, ahead. No, it's not. Go ahead. Call, you're on the air. Hello, Call, you're on the air. Hi. Yep. Um, Leaving aside the uh, thoroughbred racing world and moving to the standard bred racing world, Branch Rickey, other than the fact that his grandfather was a horse trader and that he himself owned Rickey owned uh, standard bred horses that were on the Grand Circuit, raced on the Grand Circuit, which is the big league of um, harness racing. What was Branch Rickey's contribution to harness racing? So, I, caller, my first question to make sure we're talking about the same person here, <laughs> and we very well could be. Yes. Is this the same Branch Rickey that owned the Brooklyn Dodgers? Like, I just want to make sure I have the That's name right. The one. That's okay. The one. So I I will be 100% upfront. I don't know the answer to this question. I don't even know what standard <laughs> bread racing is. Like I would need that defined for What's me before racing? I can even go into this. Oh, that's the harness uh, racing. Yes. Trotters. They're trotters, yes. Jerry. You've never I'm seen I'm still going to well, need more trotters here. Trotters and pacers. There's hmm. two different um, Well, we've got We've got Go some ahead. we've got some calls. Maybe someone will answer your question. You know the answer, right? I do. All right. So you're... the question is, hold on, before we before we move on here, I want to make yeah. sure I understand this question right. <laughs> so the question is, what was Branch Ricky's contribution to this form of racing? Right. But okay. understand his his grandfather was a horse trader. He, Branch Ricky, owned Standard bred horses that raced in the in the Grand Circuit of harness racing. Okay. Other than those two, what was his contribution to harness racing? I will I will be amazed if someone comes up. And then um, how we do this? Do you want me to call you back later and tell you what the answer is? Definitely. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah. I would appreciate okay. it if you okay. want to call back and give us the answer. Thanks okay. for the call. Good luck. I'm not going to know the answer to this question. Chair, Unless I look it up, Jim, I'm not going to know. I'm ready to start talking in Seinfeld. His mother was a mother. His father was a mother. <laughs> his grandfather was yeah, a mother. I, and, and his mother was a mother. I, I have no idea what the answer is. Hello, call. You're on the air. Hi there. Um, this is Patty from Fort Bragg. Hi, Patty. Um, Patty. So two things. Number one, I just really appreciate you mentioning, um, like, relating um, doping of horses to child abuse. Because my my initial thought um, when you started to say that they didn't they don't have a choice is is was wondering is has anybody who has been found guilty of doping been also found guilty of animal abuse? 
but I don't know the answer. I was just, it was just a question. And then the second mm. thing that I was going to say, um, I haven't, I, I did hear about this, um, when the, when the animal tested positive the first time. Um, and just to kind of, I, I don't know what testing that they use, but I can tell you, um, when we, when we drug test humans, um, that sometimes we start with a rapid test, which is usually like a urine based test. And then if that comes back normal, then we believe it. When it comes back abnormal, then we confirm with a blood test, which is a much more, which is a much more extensive test, um, using like, like liquid chromatography. It's, it's using specialized instruments. So I'm just wondering if perhaps that's what happened. Like that, that could explain, um, the, the discrepancy and, and the results. I don't know. It's it, like, I, I truly don't know, but I just wanted to offer that as a possible, as a possibility. So you're, you're in the goodness of, human spirit saying that there's something possibly in the scientific world that could have gone gone wrong not just somebody buying it buying it off that's what we're hoping yeah no i mean trust me i i i it it upset i love animals and it would it's very upsetting oh (laughs) i know and you know so much abuse that's been found um to be perpetrated against horses especially um who race but like that being said i'm just saying that it's possible that they, I don't, I think like it's worth looking into like what was the first test? Was the first test just like a rapid test, which again, we use a lot. We use, we do that on humans. Um, and then when we, when, when that first test comes back positive, then we confirm it with a secondary. So it's Very, like reflex testing. We use that a lot in medicine. That makes, that makes a lot of sense. Jerry, can you come up with, Jerry's looking it up I, right I'm, now. I'm working on it. It's, it's just so far, all I've been able to find is tested positive initially and subsequently did not i haven't found like the details about how the testing so you're guessing patty i mean in in an honest world you're guessing that the second test is more um more reliable uh, more detailed what's the right word and then that could have reversed the first one is does that make something yeah yeah so like i my this and again like this is i'm not I, I, I believe in like presuming people innocent, you know, uh, first, sure. <laughs> not just presuming people are guilty, but even still, even as like somebody who's skeptical, I just know that like when we, when we drug test humans, like, and, and I don't know how I'm, I'm assuming that's also how it works in sports, but I'm just saying from like, um, from like the medical side of things, when we drug test people for various reasons, um, many, many, in many places will use a urine test first. Uh-huh. Um, and be, and and do even like a point of care, like office based, like you can see the result right away type of test. And then if that comes if that comes back abnormal, then we run then we then we send it off to a lab where they use very specialized instruments um, to 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 see if 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 and see what that result comes back as. If that result confirms so, the initial positive, then the initial positive was real. So, Patty, the, I, I don't know if mm-hmm. this is going to mean anything to you in terms of, like, the world of horse testing. It sounds like the first test is called an enzyme-linked immunosorbent assay test, or ELISA. ELISA, uh-huh. ELISA. Yeah. And then the second mm-hmm. test is a is using gas or liquid chromatography yeah. combined with yeah. mass spectrometry. Yes. yes. Nice so, yeah. work, no, Jerry. I know that does make sense to me. Actually, I do okay, speak so, that language. So um, put that in. Put that yeah, in terms. No, so, I'll understand that. Now, yeah. Let's... Yeah. So, so basically, like that first test is like looking for, um, 
So it, it's, um, let me, let me explain it better with the second test. So the second test is actually looking for like, like the, the actual like footprint or like the, um, like the, like the, your, your, your thumbprint, right. Um, okay. for, for a, a specific drug. And that is very specific for a given drug, um, which is why it requires like just a, like machinery that like is only certain places have. That first test is, is kind of a more indirect test and can be spiked abnormal like with many different things. Like it can be abnormal when it's actually not. So um, as much as so I don't is that does that make sense? So what, I, what I'm hearing there is as much as Jim wants to cry that there's a conspiracy <laughs> theory and money exchanging hands. It's very possible that this was some sort of false positive that was subsequently cleared up. Did yeah, no, it, it okay. definitely is. And Jim, the, the next time I see you, I'm happy to show you the. I did a I did a slideshow presentation about this when I was teaching residents about like drug testing oh, people this. who are on chronic opioids this. and stuff. So I'm happy to. And I I had to like really like wrap my brain around how the tests are different. But what I the punchline is is that the the first mm-hmm. test is kind of what I always say like is a quick and dirty test. And like it gives a, and it's not always very, it's not always accurate. And so we try to, we use that to, we can, conf- we always confirm with like the more intensive test, so, which takes actually takes up to like one to two weeks to get the result back from that one. So, so we'll resummarize here then. <laughs> we are suggesting then maybe in an honest world, even though this guy has been busted multiple times for steroid use with his horses, with multiple different horses, we're suggesting this time maybe that these two um, conflicting tests could be legit- legitimate. That's number one. And number two, Patty, you are now our, our MD doping specialist on the sports phone. Um, <laughs> oh, no, so now, so up for that. now no, I want to know. I guess... Wait, wait a minute. Let me let me let me finish. <laughs> is this the way they do it with Barry Bonds too? I mean, did he have a quick test and then a and then a? Do, do they do that with our, with with human athletes too, or do you do you know? Have you been involved I'm, with that? I'm guessing so. I mean, if they're doing it, I mean, like I said, this is what we do. Like this is what we do in the office, and um, I mean, at like clinics that have the the capacity to do like point of care testing. Um, and so, so I'm assuming that if we like, you know, lowly primary care physicians can do that in our office, then, then like that, the, you know, the professional athletes and their organizations can afford to do the same thing. But yeah, usually because it's a cheaper test and it's, okay. if, if it's negative, then it's usually truly negative. The other thing I do want to say though, is I think like to your first statement, um, I'm not conceding that because I don't know enough information. Like, did he, okay. did that, did all those horses that tested positive, did they just have the first one test positive or were, did both of the tests test positive? Yeah, so I think that's like, a fair question. what you're saying could be true, but I think like you need yeah. more information to make that assertion. Jim just wants to stir up controversy. He's just trying <laughs> to okay. score the plot here. I'm okay with that. <laughs> <laughs> that, that, may, that makes sense. That's, that's you know, oh, good we stuff. are talking about science here. Yeah, at some yeah, at, at some level, jeez. Yeah, thanks, Patty. That was thank you right, so much, thanks, guys. priceless. <laughs> so, Jim, I I have if we don't have another call, I have We've a got question. another call. We got another okay, call. Have, you I have hold a that question. question. About this, and I want to bring it all back, but let's take the call first. You're on the air. See how good that trainer's getting? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, so now you're you saying see, guy, he's learned how to beat this. He's been studying it. He's got guys working with him. To know what Patty knows and more. (laughs) 
So you think Patty's behind the curve here? No. I'm, in science? Patty, Patty is not in horse racing. Yeah. She's in medicine, These are though. giant animals. These animals weigh 1,000 pounds and more. Well, probably yeah. the fastest ones don't weigh too much more. But, like, these are big, fast <laughs> horses. They figure out how much they can get away with, how close to the day. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. They're training them on drugs and giving them big-ass muscles. Yeah. <laughs> so, you know? can, I, can, I ask a, can I ask a question? And, Burton, I, I'm happy to have you on for this because I'd actually love to hear your answer. I go back with this in a very large picture to the same question I ask about baseball and with steroids that I asked at one point. And I think the only variable here that's different is the rights of the animal and the fact that the animal is not involved. But I go back to the question of, should this even be a, a thing? Like, is well, it more well, entertaining in the same – but is it is it more entertaining in the same way that baseball players were hitting home runs, that horses are running faster – like, should this be a rule in the first place? I've had this discussion, and I always have thought there's an argument to be made. Just let people go wild with steroids in sports. Like, I just want to make the same – I want to float out the same question with this. Like, Jim, you're, you're muted at the well, moment. Well, see, I don't think it's okay. You okay, know? that's I think, fair. I mean, it's like, like, of course, it's also got to do with me being distracted by other things in my life, but it's just like while the steroids were coming in, it's just I got less and less. Um, excited about guys breaking records sure. in baseball, and, you, got and less like I, you know, I, I think back to how much I've watched baseball over the years. And it's like Sandy Kovac and Don Drysdale are my favorite pitchers because I'm from LA and I watched more baseball back then, <laughs> and there yeah, were and no just to be, steroids around. Yeah, I, I and, think and I'm just leaning to be clear. <laughs> I think sorry, I'm leaning uh, towards Jim, Jim. Sorry, real quick. I just want to say, just to be clear. I am of that camp also. I don't think it's a good thing that they're in there, but I've just I've heard that argument be presented before, so I just wanted to float it out there. Well, well, yeah, sports are I mean, more it's exciting. entertainment value because people can do better or animals can do better with the drug. But right, um, I think we uh, should put the, the energy oh, oh. put the energy into making the, like the baseballs go further, not giving not give the humans the drugs, but make make baseballs that'll go further. Yes, and yeah. and cheat that way. I don't know. It's... Well, well, the thing, the thing is, is that, and then also, insofar as who's the victim, who's the thief, who's the who, who's who's the uh, perp in this? The horses not only don't have any control over whether or not they're taking the drug, but they're not getting paid or fed any better. They might be getting fed more because that helps their muscles do, grow. But the horse. More, the horse is the only victim and in this. And then if you care about truth and fairness in competition, then you, too, are a victim. Right. I'm, um, yeah, I'm going more, more calls, Burton. Uh, this this is it. priceless. Keep it up, please. You're on the air of the sports phone. Hello, you're on the sports phone. Sorry about that, Burton. Hello, you're on the sports phone. Well, I was sitting here thinking about how could we make baseball more interesting and thought I had come up with was what Jerry just mentioned. Let them do as many drugs as they want to. You're not alone in that. That's for sure. Yeah. I mean, just see what the human drug potential is. (laughs) If people want to do drugs, they're, you know, they're grownups. Probably not the horses, but... Yeah, and that's where I think there's the difference, right? Of like a horse is not does not is not a willing participant in getting drugged up. But 
Yeah, like baseball, the Maguire versus Sammy Sosa home run races, that was some of the most exciting stuff ever in baseball. Like, it, so, I, I, again, I don't agree with it. I'm with Burton, the previous caller. I don't think it should be in sports. But I just, I like floating it out there because I think there is an argument to be made that steroids make sports more exciting. I know. Ju- well, and I think it would be a separate league. Like, there could be a steroid league. Like, or just sure, whatever drugs it. you want to take, please. I, I so. know Jerry enough to, to know that he's trying to be sincere and, and joking at the same time. But this caller, I don't know if I'm you're serious. serious. Or, I, that's what I thought. Maybe there could be a stoner league. <laughs> like, who knows? Maybe that's going to be an even better league. So you're putting the onus on the individual. Let the individual do what they want. No testing. Oh, yeah. Yeah. But just, it would be its own league. Like, there would still be the, the straight human league. And then there would be, like, humans with drugs leagues. Oh, I'm all for it. Why not? Let's go. Yeah. Let's go nuts. We're at this point in the world. Let's just, let's go nuts. <laughs> let's do it. Right. All right. Have a good night, guys. Thank you so much. Um, yeah, Jim, this story's wild. I I'm so curious if this horse because I saw something in the, in the New York Times article that basically said like if this horse wins, it's going to be scrutinized. If he loses, it's also going to be scrutinized. Because if he wins, it's like oh he's winning because of steroids. And if he loses, it's oh he lost because he wasn't on steroids. You're muted again, Jim. Caller. Hello. You're on. Yeah, all right. How about Doc Ellis? He was on LSD, wasn't he? He was on LSD and pitched a no-hitter, so is that okay? I mean... According to that last caller, that is just fine. (laughs) Exactly. Why not? I mean, if people, you know, are bent on whatever, why not allow them to be, you know, I say... Open it all up. They're doing it anyways. So you can have an amateur league where you can test for every known drug. But, I mean, uh, Babe Ruth loved uh, hot dogs. Who's to say that, you know, that was the early industrial revolution. Who's to say that he wasn't getting steroids from the pigs that were in the hot dogs? And he was whacking them out of the park on those. So So you're actually agreeing that we should have separate leagues like this lax caller? Well, we have separate leagues already. We got an amateur league for college players, and we got a pro league. In the pro league, if they want to use all the drugs that are available, I say go for it. I mean, they're doing it surreptitiously anyway. If people want to ruin their bodies with that, and then we've got another league where they're tested stringently, and that's the way it is. Yeah, you, you talk about the, the leagues that have come around that have tried to challenge, like, the NFL or the NBA and, like, to create these other sports leagues. Maybe that's what's been missing. Maybe these leagues have tried to be too legit. Maybe they need to go this route and just, like, the all-drugs-allowed football league. That's what will challenge the NFL. At laissez-faire, whatever you want to take that you can, you know, and you think is going to enhance yourself, go for it. Oh, you know, that's, I think that's there'll wild. be a bunch of steroid freaks, and people are like, "Man, that's that's I don't want to watch that." And people are going to die, and it'll be horrible, and it'll eventually go away on its own. Let's see, let's see who we got here. This, Thanks, caller. I never thought. Of, Thanks, Dan. Call you on the air. Hello, oh, caller, you're on the air. Yeah, uh, maybe a steroid league. That would be really interesting. But, you know, it's like I'd, I'd like to remind you, insofar as drugs are concerned, 
the year that recreational marijuana became legal. Oh, boy. The first two states that it became legal in were Washington and Denver. And mm-hmm. those teams went to the Super Bowl. It was the Bud Bowl that year. Yeah, really? I remember that. The same, yeah. yep. the same that year? year the, the, the end of that season where, where those states had recreational marijuana being legal was when those two teams went head-to-head at the biggest game of the year. Yeah, I remember it. And, and marijuana and LSD are recreational. Steroids are used to cheat and create a stronger, let's go with Jim's terminology, machine to work with in the game. Yeah. So you Okay, are- bye. Thanks, right, thanks, thanks Jim. I, I, Jim, we don't need to name any names here, but let's let's talk. I, I think this is a fair point to make because Burton brought up the the Super Bowl that year. I mean, how many players or or have you played with or coached that were very good basketball players that also used recreational drugs and potentially played on, games on recreational? I don't drugs? know how many back in the seventies. We're snorting coke and playing games for extra energy, but I know, I know a guy had 15 assists to me that was stoned every game he played. Yeah, that, yeah, that's game. I, I, yeah, I think it's. They, I mean, now we're we're kind of splitting off into a little bit different of a conversation here, right? In in terms of the horse stuff, now we're on to this other like drug-free league or I don't know. I don't league, know but. it was me or Patty or somebody, but this thing is going nonstop. Call you on the air. What about the kids? The, the kids that are watching. Did we lose the caller? That was the question. Now, you, well, again, I can extrapolate on that and assume what the caller is asking about. I think the question there becomes how how do you kid like okay? The, here's the kids try to replicate what they see in their professional athlete counterparts right so the question i think we're going to here is how do kids react to that like in terms of do the kids do kids start getting to take drugs is essentially the question like is it then considered okay so to speak um i i I would first like to start with because again i don't know how how see i don't know how serious of a question that was from a caller that caller i'm assuming it was i just want to quickly start by saying a lot of this conversation is very very comedic to me i i I think there's a lot of potential risks in all drug leagues and stuff there's a there's a satirical element to this right in the conversation that jim and i are having I, i will absolutely say that Again, I I don't think kids. I don't think I want to. I don't want to see a twelve year old in the Little League World Series that's juiced up on steroids. I and I, I don't. I, and I just I want to make very clear that part of this, because again, there's a, Jim and I. There's a satirical, comedic element to this that I that this, I want to make sure is is known compared to the and, serious. And I, that that was your disclaimer. My disclaimer is anything allowing and have different sports. I don't think we should allow drugs or steroids in any sport. Right. I, this is just this is all comedy to me, and, and I'm not sure about the. The only one that I know was really serious was Patty when she was giving us the science behind it. Hello, right. caller, you're on the air. So I don't I don't have any disclaimers. I'm just jumping back in, but Good. I'm I'm not satire. I'm serious here. What I don't about think the you kids? Have to tell the kids about it, you know. 
Like if you called it the Laissez League, maybe maybe you know for Laissez Faire, you know. I, the, I the think the really know. I, I think the really easy way to get like explain this would be if you're gonna if you're gonna say if you're gonna make a league like this. Let's go down this hypothetical road. At yeah. so, in some way, it's getting legalized in the sport. I think you treat it in like the same way of it, like you're legalizing it for adults in the sport. You're not legalizing it for minors. Now, again, does that right. mean coaches in like in for minors, like in in small in kids are going to try to cheat? Maybe, but I think that's what you would have to do, right? Well, like you me, essentially, you essentially have to yeah, make it very clear it's that. legal in this league. It's not legal in this. Well, other let's league. let's jump in here then. But I think also, if we're going to go down the serious route here, Jer and caller, <laughs> then. If you're over 18, you can drink and you can get and you can get hammered and go play your baseball game in this league because you're over 18, you're legal to drink. I'm 21, but sure. I over 21, it was 18 when I grew right. up. Right, right, right. So that's maybe what you're saying is the kids well, can't. Maybe in this league, it's like once you're really done growing, like maybe it's when you're. So 25. it's the same usage. You and, you know the safety point that someone brought up is a good point. Like you don't want people getting all amped up and dropping on the court. Right. right. So, right. but it's, we have all these true. technologies now. You know, people wear their Fitbit. People could be running around and having their heart rate monitored. So we would know. Oh, boy. Like if someone was getting to a point where they couldn't <laughs> handle it. I guess. I, She's now oh, getting to like one yeah. of the game shows. There was that game show with John McEnroe. Where, where they I, mean, can- I feel like you guys gave me a million dollar idea here. Like a billion dollar idea, you know? You can start. Awesome. You start the lazy, uh, lazy fair league. I'm taking another call. Oh, <laughs> Thank you. Hello, we've got some great double and triple dipping going. Keep it up, callers. You're on the air. Hey, it's Patty again. Um, oh, good. I just wanted to, since we're you went from the satirical to the to the real, <laughs> I just wanted to bring in once again, like the medical perspective of um, if you're going to have such a league. I mean, you know, with the NFL right now and what's happening with um, players who've retired and maybe weren't using drugs, some of them were, but maybe weren't using drugs and have serious brain injury as a result after they retire and are left with um, the medical bills from that, their families, you know, like they have no income because they can't work work anymore. Um, They can't physically work. They can't mentally work because their brains don't work. Um, and so I think if, and so that, that's in a situation where drugs aren't encouraged. So in a situation where drugs are encouraged, where there is very clear evidence that shows the damage um, that these drugs can cause to people, then I think that, you know, the organization, an organization that would sponsor such a league should then really provide amazing insurance and amazing mm. coverage for all the health problems that are going to come along with that. Um, so I just wanted to kind of like throw that perspective in there sure. as well. That, that, yeah. I- th- that's fair. So the damage from the drug, but they're choosing to do these drugs while they're playing because they are drugs. Let's say they're only doing legal drugs. They're doing legal um, pot if it's recreational. They're drinking because they're over 21. You st- if they choose to do that in the sport, you're still going to hold the sport responsible, Patty? Well, I think I think going back to what somebody said a couple calls ago, I mean, why are they doing this? But like, who benefits from it? Is it just the athlete, or is are other people making money off of these people? 
And so if the whole, if money underlines everything and everybody wants a good show, then, then it isn't just the athlete that's responsible, right? Because you're, you're providing an incentive and you're providing a reward okay. um, for something that's incredibly damaging to somebody. And so I think that there's all, you always have to look at, like, in my opinion, who else is benefiting from keeping somebody drugged or, or, or promoting that. Um, so that, that's kind of where, where I'm coming from with it. So there is choice, but there's also a lot of incentive. Boy, you, Absolutely. you are so sincere, and I still don't know if the previous caller is sincere or not. She says she is twice, <laughs> but I still don't know. Thanks, Patty. We're going to yeah, take one more. You're welcome. Bye. I, Jim, before we take this next call, yeah. I, I just want to be very clear about the hypothetical I, I initially floated here was, should steroids just be allowed in baseball? Right? That's that, all that, that you was said. The we, like, all, all I said, like we are down a rabbit hole here <laughs> that, that I did not anticipate based on the the hypothetical scenario I had floated out there. It's talk radio, Jerry. Hello, you're on the right. air. And and uh, <laughs> along with, I, I would like to agree with the previous caller Patty? and take it to another level. I mean, monitoring their heart rate to save their life instead of them making the next home run, I mean, it's going to draw a certain clientele <laughs> to watch this. And if they die on the field, they die on the field. And this teaches the kids that, uh-huh. yeah, you can make a lot of money real fast, but you're not going to live long. Uh, you know, you're going to, you know, uh, women, uh, uh, women in tennis that are doing this are going to have beards and bad attitudes, and men are going to beat their wives and all this. I think all the consequences of taking steroids and it being out in the front and being a league like that need to be clear for everyone to see. Charles Barkley made it very clear. I'm not a role model. Remember when he said yeah. that? Yeah, these these would not be role model athletes. No, these would yeah, not. but 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 for, in order to get those guys to pump up like that and go into that, they're going to have to get paid better, and everyone's yeah. going to know they're getting paid better. Yeah, and they're going to have short lives, and their careers are going to be shorter. You know. Oh, I know, yeah. you, Jerry. You st- you st- you started the the rabbit hole. Now we're into to a crater. This is like Crater I, Lake. Yeah, yeah, you know what? It's almost the only topic of the show. I don't know if you've had a single topic show before. (laughs) This all started because a horse got caught doing drugs. That's all. That's how this all started. And what happened today in sports? Right? Yeah. In the first ten minutes. And then we have the medical. Then we have the dreamer of the new league. It's all come. Burton, thanks a lot. We got to take one more. You and you might have set a record here. I love it. Yeah, I love it. Thanks, Burton. Oh, get, too Jim, bad. I have a question for you that I, I would like to get out of it eventually here. but Well, we only have we... four minutes left, and the phone's ringing. I'll get you the question next year. Okay. Hello, you're on the air. Hi, this is Takai uh, and Lilic, and that was uh, my, my pretty wife who uh, originally uh, made that call, and indeed she brought that up before Jerry brought it up. Yeah. She brought it up with me and was trying to ring in going, uh, I think we should have the the, the Superman steroid league. So, uh, as the unofficial ambassador and captain of the yet to be put together Ukiah Mendocino Willie Whirly Ball League, I thought that's I, who we were talking I, to. I am, am going to say that we will indeed have Superman and Superwoman separate leagues for those who wish to partake in. All things chemical. Uh, We're running out of time. Whirly ball, so whirly, whirly ball may be the first sport that officially allows all drugs in. Je- uh, 
And oh. that and that turns out those two topics are related. Whirly Paul guy yeah, yeah, and yeah. um the loathing league woman are the, the same family. Jerem well, go ahead. I, I didn't think we'd get to this point after talking about a horse that got caught doing drugs. Um no, no Jim, this, I had caught. I had no serious question here. I just was gonna say at some point because we were talking about horse racing for so long. Uh if, and this is for any caller out there. Um, if anyone's a fan of stand-up comedy, go listen to Jerry Seinfeld. He's got about a five-minute bit about horse racing. Oh, well, that's that right. Is, it is just priceless. How can they find just, it? Just, just look up on YouTube like Jerry Seinfeld horse racing. Um, it's just so good because it, it's it all focuses around that idea of like the horse knows that he needs to go fast, but he doesn't really know why he needs to go fast. Kind of thing is the is the core of the bit. Jerry, and then, again, like you may be kicking me for this, but. You got 20 seconds starting right now, caller. Well, I have to say, guys, there's not. I, I love shows where I cannot get in a second time. This is fantastic. Way to go. Way to cover a wonderful. And I love the solo topic shows when so many people call in because that's, that's pretty rare and it's very special. I want to walk in sometime next week, at least three to four minutes, NBA playoff preview. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Thanks, Vince. You got to go. 20 seconds. You gotta yep. Yeah, well, especially because next week the bracket will be set, too. The the bracket will be set at that point, and we'll be good to go. Um, But, yeah, we're done. That was a, a heck of an hour on the sports phone. Uh, I had a good time, as always. I hope everyone listened enjoyed themselves. Thank you for the calls. You know what this is, Jer? Um, I have no idea what you're showing me right now. I'm showing you over the, the camera it's, here. That, it's that's not the, focused at all. That's the list of stuff we were going to talk about tonight. Oh, yeah. We didn't get to a darn thing on that. <laughs> uh, we're going to go ahead and wrap it up. Uh, we'll be back next week. That'll be May 21st. And uh, we'll talk some more sports. And as, as Vince hoped for, yeah, we'll probably talk a little NBA playoffs next week because that'll be up and running. Uh, with that, let's go ahead and wrap it up. Thanks for everyone that called. We'll talk to you next week. This has been a production of KZYX Philo 90.7 FM, KZYZ Willetson Ukiah 91.5 FM, and Fort Bragg at 88.1 FM, Mendocino County Public Broadcasting. You can check out our website at kzyx.org to find more content like this, and consider donating by clicking the red donate button in the upper right corner. Thanks for listening.